Isn't it weird that you enlist in the military and your first contract, six years, kind of feels like it takes forever, but you get through it and you're like, all right, I'll keep doing this. Next thing you know, you have 18, 17, 18, 19, 20 plus years of service. And you're like, oh, wow. Been doing this for a while. Yeah. I've been around for a minute. Yeah. When we translate that into podcast time, three years, 80, what, two or three, did you say? 82-ish. Yeah. It's like, holy shit, we've been around for a while. Yeah, we have. And you know what? I was just scrolling through the... uh the Instagram here a little bit ago and a guy that used to be in the military. He was an E4. He was one of our medics. Yeah. And then later on he went through uh, OCS and did all this stuff. But he said, he said the post said something along the lines of the first time you talk in front of people, you're going to fail. The first time you podcast, you're going to fail. But by the hundredth time, you're going to be comfortable, but you'll never get there. If you don't take the first step. Yeah, that's true. Very true. In anything that you do, you have to put one foot in front of the other, knowing that it's not going to be a good step. Probably going to suck. You do yep. it enough times, you start to figure out what works, what doesn't work. And hopefully you get better. I don't know if this podcast has gotten better. I think it has. We sound better. Well, yeah, well. All right, we ha we do have that going for us. We've uh, made gradual improvements, right? Yeah, for sure. And better may be different to somebody than what it is to the next person, mm -hmm. right? Yep. It's, uh, we've talked about it a hundred times here what success was for us. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Two other people would have had success to something different. Yeah, so. I I agree with that. I mean. You're never going to be able to please everybody. Some people just are naturally negative. A hundred percent. You're never going to please them. So don't let those people, I mean, let's just say in your situation, you get in front of a class of people and you're teaching, let's just say 25 people. Five people will be like, this sucks. I didn't learn anything. 20 people will be like, I got something, but I'm not going to say anything because I'm just, I got, I got what I need and I'm going on. But those five yep. people they're going to bitch, they're going to complain, and they're going to create, they're going to make it feel like all 25 people were bitching and complaining when, when in fact, that is not true. Not 100%. Everyone learns something every day. You know, it's a, yep. it's insane, right? We, we talked about this at baseball practice. You're going to make mistakes. If you don't make a mistake during the day, what are you even doing? You know? If you're not so many mistakes, times, I don't know about you. I'm the type of guy that the only way that I learn is by my mistakes. Right. I mean, look at learning guitar. That's all I do is make mistakes. And eventually I figure out how to correct them. And I progress one little step at a time forward. Right. For sure. And, uh, well, like I said, I sent you a picture Friday night. <laughs> This isn't going to work, is it? <laughs> I think, well, yeah, you sent me a picture, uh, and you're like, what, what What the hell did you say? I forget. It was along the lines of, how come How come I can't play Nothing Else Matters? No, 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 no. You, you or, sent me a picture of what obviously is an acoustic guitar, and you're holding a uh, pandemic p 
pick and you're like, am I even holding it right? And I'm like, dude, you need a manicure. <laughs> like <laughs> you have mechanic nails like a mother. Trucker. I do. Well, in that particular thumbnail. So the story behind that is I was like 12. So this, that thumbnail has been like that for about 30 years. Ah, wow. I never noticed. So what happened Nobody was, ever I was helping my thumbnails. I know. <laughs> I was helping my youngest brother put a bike chain on. Ooh. And he Strange. started turning the pedal while I was trying to pull that back wheel tight and it got caught in that back sprocket. Oh god, just sounds painful. Like just imagining it makes yeah. me uh, cringe. Yeah. Hate it. So it was there for a minute. And uh, throughout the last 30 years of my life, uh, I've slammed that particular nail into doors. And it's looked like, you know, like on the cartoons where it's all throbby and whatnot. And it's fallen off and it just won't grow back right. So there I am with manicure nail. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, so that's gross. And that's why I... (laughs) I feel like there's two sides to the story, right? Like, uh, I've never been like, I've done the minor, like, uh, medical training, the army warrior task skill level one, never went to CLS. I I avoided it like the plague because that's not me. Like, I'm not the guy that's like, I get excited by running to figure out what a problem is and like seeing all the, like, uh, uh, no, not me. So I avoided it like a plague. Now, I feel like if it were emergency situation, you know, you, you're the first person to respond at a car accident or something like that, like adrenaline takes over and you, you go. Yeah. But I'm not going to be that guy who's like, I've been trained to stick shit in your nose or whatever. And like, I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so I will say that having been in that situation, right, where you are the first on the scene, it's not like, oh, like, everyone's like, oh, my training kicked in. It's like, no, like, there's a level of what the fuck am I doing before you get involved, right? Like, Right. Something as simple as uh, chest compressions and rescue breathing. It's like, hey, look, I haven't done this outside of on Dan the Dummy in the classroom. So, right. Yeah. Uh, it's a little to, different to when staying alive. Yeah. It's a little different when it's like for real. So, well, that was so we used to have uh, for the full time staff, we used to have a requirement. I'm sure it's still out there, but it's not enforced uh, that you had to go through CPR training every year. Mm-hmm. And I, I think when I went through probably nine years ago, I was like, I'm not going to, I'll do the CPR class because it's a requirement on an adult. I'm not doing CPR on children. And he's like, okay, cool. I'll still pass you. Yeah. Sweet. Because here's my thing. You start giving CPR, like leave that to the professionals. If I start giving CPR to a child, Chris Hansen comes around the corner and he's like, where'd you get the wine coolers and condoms? I'm like, whoa, those weren't cookies. mine. I'm here to save a life. Oh, of course you were. Right. Yeah. I don't, it, it's just weird. Like I, and I just, I, that's how I grew up. I didn't grow up around 
family and children. Right. Right. You know, you're no, a big family guy. What? Yeah, I have family. Yeah, well, but you're a big you do a lot of things with family, you know, you're well, right. What's the you point know, of having family if you're not going to spend time with them? <laughs> right. Yeah. So I guess that's why I don't, I mean, I have, I have a mom, a dad, and a sister. That is it. You have a wife. Oh yeah. It's, it's my wife, but she's family. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. She's into your family, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Not really. <laughs> What's weird is because we <laughs> hang out with her family more than we hang out right. with my family. Because my right. family's just like, yeah, let's just call each other on the phone and talk every once in a while, and we're good. Her family's like, let's all get together. I'm like, oh, God. Well, and to be fair, like your sister, your sister's like on the literal opposite end of the world. Well, she's on, know, she's the in country. California. Yeah, she's in California. Yeah, she's in a whole other country. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what is it? Uh, fuck Tartistania or whatever, which is like fuck Oregon, D.C. Was it Washington, Oregon, California? Fuck Tartistan or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're listening, <laughs> I don't know why, um, but yeah, just jokes. Yeah. No, or we would never, never make uh, fun so of the. So we uh, it, obviously. You've been listening, so you know this is Eyes Forward March. I'm Cigar. Uh, that's Senior Bacon. Uh, wow, it took us to 10 minutes to get to that, but whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's been going on, man? Because we were going to record, uh, what, like a couple days ago, four days ago? and Thursday. Uh, Thursday, yeah, and Sunday now. Doesn't matter what day it is, but it is Sunday, and uh, I think... You contacted me on Thursday and I, I missed a call. I called you back or whatever. I'm like, dude, I am so busy. I'm stressed. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a hot mess. And you're like, well, yeah, I kind of, what was the first thing I said to you? Uh, are you doing okay? Yeah. Yeah. Because you sounded like life had just squared up and kicked you in the balls. Yeah. But that's not the way I felt. Like if no, I, if but I that's sounded how you sound. that way, all right. Yeah, it's not the way. I just was like, oh, yeah. Oh, I just got done doing this. I got I got ten more of this to do. I got ten more of that to do. And then yeah. we got EFM, and I'm just like, man, we. It here's the thing. We haven't really had a subject for a while. This podcast for like is, probably eighty episodes. <laughs> yeah, this podcast <laughs> is basically just like two veteran friends who get on and shoot the shit and hopefully like out of it all there's something there but we never know yeah uh but yeah i was like i i i i just can't do tonight i mean we could do tonight but they ain't gonna, there's nothing there i don't care and you said to right. me, no i get it i get it because you had stuff that you had going on yeah. as well so i was actually supposed to go friday I was supposed to go out to um, a scout event, and Thursday night, literally right before, uh, like it was literally twenty four hours before the event was supposed to start, I got an email saying it was postponed. Oh no, shit! Wow. Well, this particular event is kind of a you have to mentally prepare a little bit for it. Okay. And they haven't rescheduled. Sounds like sure your weekend. Over- 
It'll be it'll be overdrill <laughs> weekend. I'm sure of it. Uh, but I'm gonna get a hold of the organizer and be like, "Hey, look, just don't pick this week, and I can do you know." So, but yeah, you have to kind of mentally prepare. And then once I go through this, I'll open up a little more about what it is. And if you're familiar with scouting, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But anyway, so. I'm like, well, now what the fuck do I do all weekend? I told, <laughs> told Seagar I was going to be able to record Sunday night. And uh, right. so we, uh, my son, he's going to do this with me. Or I was going to do it with him, basically, right? Uh, right. And so my wife and my daughter had a girls weekend planned. And I looked at him on Friday after work. And I'm like, we're just going to make lemonade this weekend. And he's like, what? And I'm like... We were, all four of us were planning on doing something different. Yeah. And so life handed us a bunch of lemons, you know? So I said, we're going to make lemonade. So we watched a movie on Friday. We went out to eat. We did all kinds of stuff. Saturday, we're going to make a portable power box, like charging your phones when you camp and stuff. Oh, okay. I'll send you pictures and stuff, what we're thinking. And- so we, Saturday, my son and I went to literally every hardware store and sporting goods store in the area looking to see, like, what kind of batteries are out there that we can power this thing with and uh, storage boxes, stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, today was kind of chill. Nice. I smoked ribs, a turkey. I spatchcocked a turkey. You ever seen that before? Nope. Okay, so spatchcock sounds a lot dirtier than it is. That's what I was but saying, you, yeah. I was like, mm, uh, no. So That's like, what's like the your, uh, British uh, dish? The uh, spotted dick? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Catch me, you'll never I'll, catch me gobbling one of those. Is, is, that, is it a beef wellington, though, or no? A wellington? Yeah, is a beef wellington a spotted dick? I... I hope I've not. Never spotted a dick before. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure. Congratulations! Uh, we have a urinalysis this weekend, and you're a gazer. I spotted a dick. Yep. So spatchcock. Okay. You take your your trauma shears or your kitchen scissors, whatever you got handy, and you go and you cut it's the not, backbone out of the like bird. Sound like some Jeffrey Dahmer shit. Yeah. So you cut the backbone out of the bird. Then you take it, you flip it over, and you just take your hands and you, like you're doing CPR on it, and you crack the rest of it so that thing lays flat. Okay. And then you tuck the wing in under the leg, and you lay it flat, and I threw mine on the smoker, and in like two hours I had a turkey. It, it actually cooked. sounds like my last chiropractic appointment. <laughs> you cut your <laughs> backbone out. Yeah, just like... <laughs> And then grab yeah. my leg and put it in the position it wasn't supposed tucked to be. Your elbow, tucked yeah. your elbow underneath your pelvis. <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. Yeah. And then, uh, so, smoked some ribs with that. Spatchcocked the turkey. And then uh, I had some venison roast that I threw on there, too. So, it was... Uh, nice. I was, like, full-on cheech mode this week. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a whole lot more fun than what I had. Uh, yeah. to be honest with you, I can barely remember what I did this weekend. 
but I'm sure. <laughs> Damn. Well, it's like uh, I wanted to. Uh, my wife decided that uh, she was going to go up and visit her folks, and I kind of wanted to go. And uh, I was like, ah, between EFM and pandemic and like all these other things, finally, we're done with all the video for the PCA trade show, finally. So it's just kind of wrapping up loose ends there, um, you know. So yeah, I kind of took the day and prepared for this afternoon, really. Did you get out of there on bike? No, I didn't. I didn't do it. I didn't leave the house. Oh, it rained most of the day here, so yeah, it was off and on showers. Nothing big. Yeah. So. Yeah. So what else is new, man? Like we haven't talked talked for seems like forever. Even though we come <laughs> out with an episode every two weeks, it feels like it's yeah. a month between talks. So, part of the reason I haven't been calling you on my way home from work is uh. I've been working up an hour north. Yeah. And so I'm on the road. And then I get back and my son's working until, you know, school starts. So I've been swinging over there, picking him up, you know, and then taking him home so that, like, my wife drops him off in the morning. They work at the same place, but he works 10 hour days, you know. So with wow. that and work. Work has just been nuts. They keep hiring new people, and they're not exactly uh, awesome. So, have, have you noticed in your state that it's hard to find employees? Oh, 100%. Yeah. And qualified employees. Yeah. That, and we've, like, I heard in my state that this was a thing. And I was like, really? I feel like there's got to be a line out the door. And, yeah, no, we're seeing it too. It's it's getting hard to hire people. And, and that's not just for the organization, that's for all over. Yeah, that's apparently you know? that's yeah, that's what I was so it's getting like, at. What I hear there was like seven million available jobs and eight million people sitting at home. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, in the in the country. Yeah. Well, I don't necessarily so, know if I fully by the statistics right like, i mean i don't know like in my mind there's jobs out there to do right mm -hmm. and those here's what i think is going to happen in my mind and maybe i'm completely wrong but we're in this this part of the circle where uh the young uh fully capable people they don't want to go out and get the intro jobs because they just want to be like, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But when I, when I start working, I'm going to make X amount of dollars, which they need in order to quote unquote live. Right. And what we're waiting for is the old guys like me to finally retire so that I, I have my benefits. I have everything else and I can be like, uh, what you just want me to drive a truck around and pick up a trash can and that's it? Cool, I'll do that. Easy day, yeah. Like, no politics, like, literally, all I have to do is show up on time, drive a truck, pick up cans, you know, you know, but you say that, and every 
every job has to have politics, right? Like, oh, yeah. There's no way. Like, the only way you can get away from it is if you work by yourself. I don't necessarily know that's true. Because like if, I feel like, what are you going to do? You're going to be the uh, freaking uh, senior bacon's pork cakes. And somebody's going to come in your door and you're going to be like, ah, you know what? You're, you're a Karen. I'm not serving you. Get out. And then they're going to file a complaint and it, it's going to hurt your business. And like politics are going to be involved if you own your own business. Yeah, true. But I'm saying like, if I just go out and I don't have to do so anytime you have to do customer service, you're going to deal politics. with politics. Yeah. But if I'm like, I don't know, professional mountain lion catcher or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I love it. There's no uh, politics involved let me know with when you going start out. that business. I'm in. There's no politics involved with that, right? Uh, there, out, there will be. Catch yeah. mountain lion, turn over to game and fish. Repeat. You know? Like, yeah. So. Somebody's going to be like, oh, you, you handled that mountain lion too harsh. Yeah, but by that time, I'll be off getting another mountain lion. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Right? I think that'd be a pretty damn awesome job. (laughs) What do you want to do when you grow up? I want to be a professional mountain lion catcher. Said no elementary kid ever. I don't know. I just think that because I've had this conversation with my wife a hundred times, like catch a mountain lions. No, no, no. About like, what do you do after you, what do you do after you've, ser- you know, you've served your career and you, you get out and you, you, you're not going to be able to just collect a retirement check and be set. You know, you're going to have to go out and you're going to have to get a job to supplement your income. I'm like, I'll go to the post office and scrub toilets. My wife's like, no, you won't. If it supplements my income, oh, yes, I will. It's a federal job. It's a federal job. And I have been trained on how to make a toilet clean. I have that skill set. And how to buff a floor. And how to buff a floor. No training required. I can walk in and make that toilet, that that latrine clean. Yeah. You know exactly which uh, stainless steel polish to use to make the... uh, Make the handle shine up nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and if that supplements my income and all I have to do is show up at what? Six o'clock and I leave at five o'clock. I get an hour lunch. I do that five days a week. I don't understand what the problem is. Like the only politics to me there is you're going to tell me I didn't clean that bathroom good enough. Right. Bertha's going to go in right after you were done and yeah, destroy it. it. Right. You're going to have to deal with that, but come on, you, you, you served 20 years in the military. You've had some deployments. You can deal with a little caca. Oh, hundred percent. We used to burn it. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's gross, but you can do it. And that's what I, I guess that's what I'm trying to, get to it's like there's some freaking easy jobs out there all you got to do it all you got to do is do the job the problem is that those jobs don't pay enough 
for you to be able to comfortably live. So now we're getting to this point where people who have been able to, or are able to retire, they're going to have to go out and find a job, but they need to supplement their income. So they're going to go out there and take those quote unquote, for lack of better terms, poor paying jobs because people now look down at those jobs, the blue collar jobs that need to be done. Mm -hmm. Well, I've, I have a retirement, not yet, but you know, let's pretend I have a retirement. I'm getting some sort of income. Now I can go and just be like, yeah, fuck you want me to wake up and go scrub a toilet six days a week for freaking eight hours. And I don't have to pay for insurance because I already have it. I don't have to pay for this because I already have it. You just have to pay me. That's it. And I do my, and I, I show up and I do my thing and I'm reliable because I've been trained to be reliable. Right. Well, and you're trained to show up on time, do the job. You've already been trained, you know, for countless years on yeah. how to I mean, clean a building. I'm sure my mom yeah. taught me initially, but the army said, no, this is the new standard. Look, this is how much pine oil you need. Right. <laughs> the army taught me the first rule of clean is if it smells clean, it is clean. <laughs> that's so sad, <laughs> but yet not yeah, true. Yeah. I, that's just what I see. I see a shift in, uh, in, in the workforce. That's it. Yeah. Well, a hundred percent is changing and people don't want to do the skilled labor jobs because it's not, they're not glamorous, right? Hollywood never I, made a job about a freaking welder. Well, maybe they did, but yeah, I mean, you know, here's my, it thing, doesn't though, sell. What, what poisoned it was that was, was technology. You've got these people who would rather make no money and barely be able to afford a, a, a ramen bowl. They're like, oh, I can go on Instagram and I can make money or YouTube. I can make money or, you know, and there's so many things like, look, if you can make it happen, great. But that's not steady income. Well, so it's funny because we were leaving the, uh, the local shields. There's this guy in this jacked up Ford and he's got his little Tic Tac slogan handle on his window. Oh my God. And ticked all day. All day we had seen jacked up trucks, right? And my yep. son's like, well, he's a TikToker. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about TikTok. Yeah, good. That doesn't pay the bills. So that just means to me that he's a Chinese uh, conspiracist or however you say conspiracist. it. Conspiracist? Yeah. Um, well, I said, TikTok doesn't pay the bills. He's like, well, I'm like, TikTok's going to go away. Yep. And that guy has zero skills except knowing how to shake his ass in front of a phone. <laughs> and getting somebody to like it. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, they're talking about taking TikTok away. I'm like, exactly. Well, they will. At they, some that, point in time, the, the initial it's going time to be banned. That, yes. The initial time that they talked about, like the military, by the way, folks, if, if you are in the military and you're a big fan of TikTok, you might want to go to Instagram and delete TikTok because it's going to happen. Okay. I honestly believe that. Now, I could be wrong that that could happen, but I, I honestly think I've seen it in other instances where they say, 
nope, you are not going to use this on this installation. And if you're caught there, you know, there, there's other issues, but, um, you're right. The social media is cool. And I see a lot of military people out there, senior leaders, officers, warrant officers, Sergeant first classes and above even a couple of E sixes. They're out there. They're all over the place. And some of them are funny. They're entertaining. Some of them are like, how are you getting away with this? I don't know what their careers are, what they look like or anything like that, but social media is good. It's fun, but it's not something that you're going to be able to sit here and be like, this is going to be my career. I'm going to do this for 50 years and I'm a gazillionaire. It's just not. Yeah. It's really, it's a, it's a young man's game, right? So to say, because you're not seeing people our age on TikTok making a ton of money unless you're like Dan Blazarian or something who has a ton of money. And it's old people like reading bedtime stories to their kids. Those are the, the, the two sides of that coin. Everyone from about 35 to 50 on TikTok is just weird. I, so I recently, about a year ago, I deleted all of my social media accounts except for the Instagram account for this podcast. And the social media or the Instagram account for pandemic. And I'm not active on either of them. And I need to get better at being active on them. Mm-hmm. Social media is great for, Hey, I want to get my, I, I want to get this out. I want to get this information out because people are paying attention to it. On the flip side, what I found when I was on Facebook and I was on uh, my own Instagram accounts and, and this and that and Instagram is still dangerous because basically what would happen is that I would spend so much time on those social media accounts that I realized I didn't get shit done today because this social media platform I allowed it to waste my time. Yep. I allowed it to allow me to be a non-productive member of society. So I think social media is good, but I think that it's also poison if it's not utilized correctly. Yeah. Well, it's like this new hire they got. He, uh, I look over, he's got his feet up, he's kicked back, he's scrolling through the Snapchat and the Instagram. Yep. Uh, meanwhile, I'm over here sweating my ass off. I'm like, don't you have something to do? It's like, whoa. I'm like, then go find something to do <laughs> because this isn't this isn't going to work for you. So. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, and it's constantly, right? Like you're always, you, you know catching people just checked out on their phones and yeah got to see the latest and greatest tic tac and i mean at work i do use my cell phone but i use it for text messaging and phone calls because i don't like that i'm tied down to a desk phone because i don't have wireless 
With my yeah. cell phone, I have my earbuds, I can talk, I can type, I can do everything else. That's what I like. So I tell a lot of people, just call me on my cell phone. Um, you know. But yeah, I agree. I catch a lot of people taking their their 15-minute break at their desk, just surfing the uh the the grams or whatever. It 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 you're gonna get if it don't stop, then what's gonna happen? They're I don't know. I don't know if they can. In my mind, I want to be like, hey, it, this is my company. If you want to work for me, then from eight to five or whatever your hours are, you leave your cell phone in this locker out here. If your family needs to contact you, I have provided you with an office phone that they can call you with. You want to talk to your family all day? Okay. As long as it doesn't it's become a the weekend. Problem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, I, I've worked with some people who, you know, they're the workers and their significant other is at home. And that's all they do is talk on the phone together all day long. And I'm like, Hey bro, like you want a break? I'd be like, I can't take your call. Like, I don't have that problem. I don't, uh, I don't. Anyway, it is what it is. We kind of went off topic without a topic. But we, we we try to stick to 30-minute episodes. I think we're there. Yeah, and I think one of the uh, stipulations for us to record tonight was that we were going to try to keep it to 30 minutes or less, like Domino's Pizza. <laughs> right, and, uh, yeah. So, this dude's got 30 seconds or it's free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I couldn't find the place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's no numbers. Yeah, no, it was a good. So what we're going to do here is, uh, just kind of clean up the audio a little bit, uh, find the official start, find the official end, clean up that audio and send it. Hopefully you like it. Hopefully you, uh, enjoyed listening to us ramble on about really nothing other than, you know, like just kind of our thoughts in the world today. We kind of sounded like two old grumpy dudes bitching about the kids driving their bikes across our lawns, but yeah, I mean that's where we're at. That's where we're at. <laughs> yeah, but I have met a lot of the, I've met a lot of younger kids that they're just like I'm impressed by them. I'm like I've I've met some people, some younger, newer enlisted people where their work ethic blows me away. I'm like, where'd you ha- where'd you learn how to do that? Nine <laughs> times out of ten, they grew up on a farm. Well, that and their parents are our age. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a, oh, if you're going to stay your girlfriend's house, wear a condom. Well, I'm only 14. Yep, and I'm only 27. There's a uh, whole MTV series called 16 and Pregnant, so yeah. don't tell me. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Stay away from the pickle slicer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. With that... I do say I do. Stop ruining my friends. <laughs>